What if I told you that God could be seen in the most ordinary things every day? That if we just took a break from the busyness of our lives to just stop and look around, to consider the things that we encounter all the time and overlook, the lessons that we would learn from our children and in our homes, our families, what if I told you that everyday ordinary events could teach us extraordinary eternal truths? Would you believe me? Hey everybody and welcome back to the Set Your Mind Above podcast. I'm your host BJ Sype. I'm a Christian, a preacher, a husband, and a father. In this podcast, we take everyday, ordinary events and explore how they can teach us extraordinary, eternal truths. I'm so glad that you joined me for this episode. Now, let's open up our minds, our hearts, and our Bibles together. Just so you're aware, I am recording this particular podcast out on my back porch because it's not humid today and I'm loving it. So, if you hear the calm sounds of nature behind me or screaming children in my neighborhood, those are both the reasons why. Well, I am so, so tired of dealing with Facebook Marketplace or AutoTrader at this point. For about a month now, we have been attempting to sell our second vehicle, a 2013 Subaru Impreza. Now, it's been a great vehicle for our family. But since our family is expanding, we want to give it a new home and save for another second vehicle that can hold all five of us. Naturally, I have listed the car in several different places, but I am almost to the point of giving up all hope. Now, there are several reasons for this. First, there are the disinterested interested parties. Allow me to elaborate. This is when you get a message like, Hey, is this still available? To which I have responded, Yes, it is. What questions can I answer for you? Apparently, the answer to that question is none, because they never message back. I probably have 30 messages from different people that inquired about the vehicle and then never made an effort to respond or have a conversation. Second, there are the no-shows. Twice now, we have worked our schedule around after someone has confirmed that they were coming to see the car, only to have them not show up and then ghost us afterwards without offering any explanation. Such a good time. Third, you have the bullies and lowballers. You know, the people that think that they can intimidate you into a lower price. I had one guy message me and offer us half the value of the car who had not even seen it, but threw in at the end, and even that offer is generous, so you're welcome. (laughs) Oh, wow. Sold. (laughs) I've, I've been won over. Not. Today was the funniest, though. I had someone dead serious offer us $8,000 under our asking price, which is $7,000 under the absolute lowest value of our vehicle. 
A complete waste of time to have taken that phone call. But finally, the ones that bother me the most are the multiple inquiries that I have received that upon just a little bit of investigation very clearly were designed to rob us as a part of a scam. Just a word of advice to those that are trying to sell a vehicle. If someone is overly eager to purchase your vehicle without really asking any questions, it's a scam. There are those too-good-to-be-true kind of scenarios, and most of them are pretty similar. So after you've seen a couple, you can spot them a mile away. They message you and say that they're fine with the price, that they can't see the vehicle in person, but will mail you a cashier's check the next day and have someone come pick up the vehicle for them. I mean, sounds pretty good, right? After all, it's a check that is backed by the bank, not a personal check. Well, scammers are getting very clever. If you call the number on these checks... That number is often a part of the elaborate scam. It's actually not the real number from the bank. If you inform them that you want to go to the bank with them to confirm available funds or call the number that you find online, suddenly they bail out. However, many people don't know this. They just think, well, I guess they need a vehicle fast and accept the fake cashier's check deposit it, and only after they have handed over the title does that check bounce a few days to a week later. Suddenly, the seller has lost their vehicle and has no money to show for it. It bothers me to think about how many unsuspecting people have been robbed by those who have carefully planned and schemed to take advantage of them. If you're going to do business with someone online, be sure to do some extensive research first on common or recent scam tactics on those platforms. Having that knowledge might just save you from making a terrible mistake. It's bad enough that there are people out there that have intentionally set their hearts on deceiving others at the cost of their personal property. But our greatest threat comes at a much greater cost. Satan is the greatest scammer of all, fooling the hearts of men at the cost of their very soul. In John 8 and in verse 44, our Lord says the following concerning him. He was a murderer from the beginning and does not stand in the truth because there is no truth in him. When he tells a lie, he speaks from his own nature because he is a liar and the father of lies. What does it mean to say that he is the father of lies? Well, going back to the very beginning and the fall of man, it all originated with one little word from Satan, the word not. While God clearly forbade Adam and Eve from eating from the tree of knowledge of good and evil, and that doing so would result in their death. Satan deceived them by saying they would not surely die. Today, Satan is still breathing those same vile words when the Lord speaks. That which the Lord declares 
is truth. And yet, Satan deceives the hearts of men into believing that they are not true. God is love, and yet Satan deceives us into thinking that what God represents is not love, but bigotry or archaic. As his deception led to death beginning with Adam, so when we believe his lies, death is what follows. For we know that the wages of sin is death, from Romans 6 and verse 23. And sin is what corresponds when we foolishly bend an ear to Satan. Truly, he is the ultimate con artist. But we must not lose heart. Not only do we have the help of the Holy Spirit in our fight against Satan, but we can equip ourselves by understanding his schemes. Just as having knowledge of the tactics of a scammer can help you to see through their deceit, so having knowledge of Satan's tactics can help us in our fight against him. To begin with, the first step is to be aware. We read in 1 Peter chapter 5 and verses 8 through 9, Be sober-minded and be alert. Your adversary the devil is prowling around like a roaring lion, looking for anyone that he can devour. Resist him, firm in the faith. The easiest way to fall prey to a con artist or some kind of scam is to think, it can't happen to me. We must not make this same mistake with Satan. He is not the cartoon, devilish figure that we see projected in a kid's show. He is real, a powerful, vicious spiritual being who seeks only to deceive and destroy you. He is likened to a lion by Peter, meaning that he is powerful, patient, and persistent. He will attack us where and when we are at our weakest. Being aware and watchful is half of the battle. The other half is knowing what to look for and equipping ourselves for battle. We are not ignorant of his schemes, as Paul says in 2 Corinthians 2 and verse 11. He seeks to entice us through our fleshly desires, though the battle is anything but fleshly. We read in Ephesians chapter 6 and beginning in verse 10, Finally, be strengthened by the Lord and by His vast strength. Put on the full armor of God so that you can stand against the schemes of the devil. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers of this darkness against evil spiritual forces in the heavens. For this reason, take up the full armor of God, so that you may be able to resist in the evil day, and having prepared everything, take your stand. If we do not take up this armor, that is to say specifically, faith, truth, righteousness, salvation, the gospel of peace, and the word of God, then we will be ill-prepared to recognize when Satan is whispering in our ear. My friends, 
be vigilant, to be alert, and ready in this battle with our enemy. Arm yourself with the knowledge of his deceitful schemes. Having that knowledge might not just save you from making a terrible mistake. It may very well save your soul from eternal death. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode, and I would invite you back every Tuesday for a brand new episode each week. If you haven't already, be sure to find us on Facebook for occasional announcements and special video sessions. If you have benefited from this podcast, please, if you're able to, be sure to share it with someone else that you think could benefit from it as well. Until next time, know that I love you, that God loves you, and may we all each and every day set our minds above. Thank you.